Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me sometimes, and I'll find that my Welcome mind... to episode 31 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat. The running podcast for the average runner. I'm Woolly. I'm Nathan Barton. I'm Fraser Barton. I'm Brad Cullen. Wax. Welcome to the show. How's everyone Very going? Nice. We all good? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, yep, me good. too. My back's a bit better, so I'm tracking in the right direction again. Thank God. You're back running? Yeah, I've trained properly this week. First week of the new program. Um, Last week or? Yeah, sorry. Last week was, yeah. yep. Um, went sort of about, I oh, went kind of as good as expected. Just um, like I would say my back is probably about 90% now, whereas it was really bad um, the couple of weeks before. So, yeah, pretty stoked to be back hooking in. Cool. What, um, what's everyone else been up to? Any new news? I've been trying to work out uh, everything for race day on Sunday for the Logan Marathon. I actually ran, just got back 15K. And I, it's sort of gravelly road. And I ran on the edge on the grass and everything, 15K. I'll have to look. There's a fair bit of, fair bit of bloody hills. I'm just going to look at it now. I ran in my um, North uh, Wave, the Vective Endurance too, um, because they got the rocker in them and they got... Um, a TPU plate, and I thought, oh, maybe I could, because I run all right then, my feet are good in the trails, I might try running those in the marathon, they might give me a bit extra ping with the TPU plate, uh, and I had my orthotics in, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I might just stick to my Kayanos, because they're yeah. what I know for the road, and they're really, they're comfy. Might be a bit too tough on the footpaths. Yeah. yeah, it might be too hard, and then I ran with that new little race vest, but it comes up quite tight up the neck. I've probably rubbed, rubbed my neck a bit um, with it. So I might just run with my belt and run with a 500 mil flask with electrolyte in, it, in my hand and see if there's a drop table where I can put another 500 mil flask and pick that electrolyte up for the start of the full flap. That's what I'd be doing. I'd just be putting your own drinks out on the tables. I'm sure they'll let you do that. Yeah, and then, then you wouldn't carry, have to carry anything. You wouldn't. You just have to have your gels and that. Just to be gels you. in the belt and my car key and my fucking phone. Yeah, you know, I reckon that might be the uh, plan. Is there when, somewhere where you can drop your bag off? Yeah, there would be. Yeah. yeah well, I don't need to drop the uh, drop a bag as such because I'll just be, you know, like you can park near the start. But um, I'm just gonna see if I can drop a. Um, Drop a um, a soft flask off um, at the um, at a table there, so I can put my name on it and run past, pick it up. Yeah. Sorry, there. when you were saying about running on that um, gravel road, um, that just made me think about Brad. I forgot to tell you that when I checked your Strava, your elevation is going off the map. Oh, it's, yeah, he's, he's he's like my old, and he's got an instinct yeah. like mine. It's just it's knackered. Because that it's run on that run on Sunday, it said you'd done like six hundred meters elevation or something, and that's at Sandgate. It's like dead flat. Yeah, but it's also not getting the proper um, K's. Like that park run, it said four eight seven. Where it's definitely five at Sandgate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You might need to reset it or um, no, because it remember out. it pause. It's it's um. I think it's on its way out, but. I'll keep it for now because it's still getting my um, pace. But uh, I yeah, clean well, the forest. ports out, mate. Just got to clean the ports out and maybe just just do a calibration. I don't know anything for... about all that. Well, you, you need, know, on the back, you need you Spartan. Can, you yeah, need you Steve. can just put some hot water. Yeah, just not boiling water, hot water through the ports. Um, on it, just do a Google clean ports on Instinct. What? Clean ports. Yeah, and then and then you can do a. You can just recalibrate it, just check that you got your height right. It might just Clean need that. Ports. Yeah. Because it, it froze on me the, on one of the runs when I was doing that 
um, 15K about a week, over a week ago, or just maybe two weeks, and um, that was it. I had to start my phone on Strava, and then... What happened to it? It just froze. I, I thought to myself, I'll tell you what happened. I was running, and I, and I, I looked at it down couple of times and I thought to myself gosh my heart rate 116 you wait till I get home I'm going to give Willie a text straight away and tell him how fit I am this is just paying off all this not training yeah. I, I think you need to clean the back mate, mate I was down 3k and I thought oh gosh I'm, yeah. I'm not fit at all I'm bloody the thing's paused on me the bastard and I'd, um, I pushed them all the buttons together at once. I've seen it somewhere, maybe when I was a kid, how you restart stuff. I pulled them all together and it, it turned off. I thought, oh no, it's gone now. It's buggered. The Garmin thing came up and then I thought, shit, I'll just try it again. So I pushed them all together and it popped back up again. And that's yeah. been working ever since. But yeah, the elevation in that is off the map. But who cares? I only got it for 250. You know? 537 bucks now. I got the 250 deal when you told me about it, Wooly. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's a, been a good watch. You've had it for a while. Yeah. No, nothing lasts forever, eh? That run I did today, uh, moving time, one hour 28, elevation, 229 meters. So it's a fair old, it's a hilly course. But they, oh, that's legit. That's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's on the Phoenix Six and then across the across to i'll just check it on the on the garmin app but on strava it's saying 229 and i there's a couple of big hills in there and that up to the narangbar lookout as well that's a bit of a that's a bit of a bloody jaunt up there um so um yeah my legs are feeling a bit heavy i'm just going to rest for a couple of days might run thursday just for 5k and then that'd be it i reckon i did 10k last night 15k tonight then just a 5k and just get a massage my legs are fit my hammies were tight my legs oh, it's because i joined the emf gym Northlakes. um my um i did a full leg session on friday and um and 30 minutes of cardio doing 10 minutes on three different machines a step two different steppers and then like a that elliptical thing it's not elliptical but it's more like running that fraser showed a photo of from his gym. There, there actually is just like running, but you feel like you're running on, yeah. on air a bit. And um, what what's that yeah, called? Heavy. What, what was that called? Because I've seen them before, but I've never I used I don't know them. what it's called. I ran on that other treadmill as well on like the Tuesday night. I did the bo uh, boxing class, but I did like 5K beforehand. And um, all my legs were cooked after the... Um, after the boxing class because we were doing squats and burpees and stuff and even body weight squat and then squat jumps and that really hit my hamstrings and then that, that i run on that treadmill which is one of those ones like those crossfit ones which if you they've got an arc on them and if you go forward on it it speeds up and if you go backwards it slows down god they're hard you keep thinking you're gonna fall over and you're just gonna go faster 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 without stopping they're hard eh? the right effort to run on them i did I did. I ended up doing. I just did a K on it. I thought oh, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to fall off this thing. I've just joined the gym. I look like a rock wally, and <laughs> and uh, then I went over to the the treadmill like that, but it's flat. I don't know what the difference between is between one of them and a normal treadmill. Is it like more cushioning or something, or are they just they just more grip on them? I don't know. It just seems to be one of them like trendy sort of things it's that everyone starts using. Isn't it? It's self propelled. No, not the other one. That oh. one is, but then I went on one which is um, you touch it, you do it to get the the um, speed speed itself. But it looks the same as that, but it's flat. It doesn't have that arc on it, so you can't change it by moving forward or going backwards. You set the speed and just go like that. Um, but that did feel a little bit more natural than running on a on a normal treadmill. So, but it was as normal as it could be. But that's a great gym there, All right? And then did a spin class Thursday night when I did a spin class. Um, and I did a 9K run before that. Then we went there, did a spin class. And then I did, uh, I've done a fair bit of cardio and some different training this week. Just gone, so. Yeah, but uh, nice going back to that uh, Garmin one. What, it's, it's coming up with uh, how to clean the uh, charging port on my Garmin watch, how to do a clean my Garmin well, watch connection. No, maybe um, your 
the barometer or altimeter reader. It's on. It's, it should be in the sides there. Not not. Um, you find it's just in the side. Or flick the watch over. There's a couple of holes. Yeah, that's your. See that one there on the green lights. That's your. Yeah, uh, I oh, see that port down at the bottom there. See, there's a little hole. Oh yeah. Wash that out with hot water and then shake it and flick it down. Not where the charger goes. Yeah, where your little where your finger is there. Yeah, then yeah. wash that out with hot water. Shake it and then turn it so that can drain out or blow okay. it as well. And yeah, that's how you go after that. And then you need to go on and uh, you can do an altimeter reset. Like I'll get uh, calibration. I'll do it. I can do it for you when I see you. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah, or or um, Spartan that will do it. It's pretty. It's pretty simple. It just does it. And, resets it checks it but then you can do a sting on it and you yeah. send it off to garmin they'll tell you if it's cooked or not my altimeter was cooked so no, no yeah. well, i'll do the hot water anyway yeah, yeah do that and shake it and blow it out All brad right. yeah have you finished your like sort of what you've done nath you've you finished your week eh? yeah yeah, yeah brad what true. if um <laughs> <laughs> what have you done brad you've had a pretty good week haven't you yeah, well, I might because that I I might go back to that Sunday the because um that was fifteen k. See, does that be right on the fourth? Yeah, you like to go Sunday to. Well, because I usually hit it. <laughs> well, that fifteen k was there, and then you'll see why. Because so I got that fifteen k done, and then then the, the next day with the Monday I did uh just over ten k, and then would have had a couple of rest days there because on the 8th i went and did those hills with the striders yeah and that was just um i've done hills but not like that um oh hang on a minute Steve. sorry i gotta jump in here because the boys told me i've got to talk about this yeah brad's gone to do hills at the striders right oh, i forgot about that and uh, he's taken his nephew from the philippines who's just come over this guy's never run he borrowed a pair of your shoes or something, didn't he? He had sand <laughs> shoes on, him. but he told the missus that he'd had, he'd done a, a half marathon, but he got like two hours thirty-five. But anyone carry on. Yeah, and Brad has just taken him on this um this uh what do they call it the cul-de-sac loop where it's like basically you're just running up and down hills in this um housing estate through Eaton's Hill. Brad's just like completely cooked this poor kid. How old is he, Brad? Mate, he's a, he, he, he landed in the country about four days before that, but I hadn't gone to see him. So I said to a winner, he's 18, but I said to a winner, look, I won't see him because I'm too flat out. The little bugger muzzle has come with me on the session because if he gets left behind, we'll just, he can run with the ladies. I didn't know it was going to be a hell torch else in there. <laughs> they reckon that on the like, last hill, this poor kid was walking up it backwards. <laughs> his legs were gone oh, cooked. yeah yeah i didn't know is, that he, walking he, is he able to walk yet or not oh he played it off but i tell you what i thought he'd be able to keep up with the ladies see and i thought bugger him he'd be all right and i seen pete go back a few times i thought oh no he's, he's really knackered. not handling this. how old is he he's 18 you suck it up and yeah. we just left them down the bottom of each hill. So he was just sitting down there waiting. <laughs> and he was just absolutely cooked, wasn't he? But old Pete, he kept going back to see if he was all right. <clears throat> but he was just, he was dead off the first K. I could tell he was, he wasn't going to, but he was one hill there that he had no choice to do. That's the one that Pete went back to see if he was okay. And realised that the poor little buggers was walking up backwards. Because <laughs> so he said he's never seen anyone walk up the hill backwards like that before because they couldn't walk forwards anymore. And oh, that's that awesome. one he had no choice to do. See, he had to do that hill because he he would have got lost. Unreal. Yeah, sorry, mate. I butted in there. So that was Thursday. Oh, that was Thursday. So that was with Pete. He he had that session. That that was a. Uh, that's probably one of the hardest sessions I've ever done. Even, um, I mean, that was pretty tough. Uh, it's a hard, thing. it's really hilly and you're running up yeah. and down the streets and it's, um, like yeah, every it's, street turn yeah. off. If you run up the, down the street, there's a turn off that goes up the hill and then you do that and come back down. And if you're one of the front ones, I was, we were the top four. I kept up with uh, the boys here 
we'd have to go back and get the the, late, the last ones, like the ladies, and go back down. Um, so that was that made it tough. But uh, it's a good team environment, but it was dead tough. Uh, yeah, it's uh, hard sesh. work out. Yeah, that oh, was man. Thursday. So, uh, and then, um, so I would have wrestled legs Friday and then hit that. Um, I got the park run on uh, Saturday and um, but, uh, it said 20 minutes and 32 on the uh, Sandgate one. So, old Eddie was there too and he, he, uh, he beat me by about a second, but he was a good, I was ahead of him. You know, Eddie there, Joe Woolley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a, I was ahead of him for about a three and a half k, and he he passed me. He's sort of running off me. You could see me. Remember he was telling you. Um. Anyway, he passed me there, and he got a, probably about I say he got about eight seconds on me. Oh, I was gassing about the four k mark. Um, but then I just uh, or three and a half k, and I just started to peel back. Anyway, he he, he got uh, twenty thirty one, and I got twenty thirty two. That's this at Sandgate, eh? This is Sandgate. Um, yeah. Pete was there. Sean, well, Sean did well. He got, um, he thought he got after, he thought he got 20 minutes, so three, but he actually got 1957, I think. Sub 20. Good running. Yep. And they're in, I think he's 60 years old, eh, old Sean? Yeah. Super fit. Super yeah. Fit for an older guy. Oh, yeah. He's an um, animal of a, a runner, eh? So that was a Saturday, and then uh, yeah, I ran that. Um, that's I think that's the longest run I've ever done in my life, man. To be honest, that was um, was Sunday the twenty three k with you guys. But I was I was struggling. Um, yes, was yeah, yesterday I was struggling yesterday on the last. I think when you come over to see me, you must have known that I was um, in a bit of hurt then. I was man, because I'm still pretty much recovering from that Thursday hills, but not just that. Um, Saturday park run, I really try to um, get some good ground back on the uh, that last 800 meters or last 900 to a K. Yeah. yeah, so I I looked down at my watch at last K. I know it says about 418, but my watch was saying about 355, 350. Smashing it back down that last end piece. Yeah, if that's like, man, you've done really well to get um, to do Thursday, Saturday, and then Sunday all together. That's why you're yeah. feeling tired towards the end. Yeah, that last. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd have to say too. So when you got you guys are here to me after uh, Pete's. What's Pete's wife's name? Sorry, Julie. Julie took that photo of you. You see, I was back a bit, so I said, struggling. Anyway, once you got around that bend, there was a guy doing his laces up, and he he'd seen me, so he sort of was walking over to me anyway. And I said to him, "Look, mate, I'm I'm, I'm up twenty one k's here." And I'm absolutely stuffed. He goes, oh, well, I've, I'm just I'm stopped to do my laces. My group's up there. I'll, I'll run with you. I'll run with you up if you like. I said, oh, okay, that'd be good. The word just, I think it's, he said his name was Morgs. Um, Miles. Morgan. Morgs. Um, oh, Morgs. Yeah, Morgs. He's, um, quite, he was quite, he's quite fit. Uh, trying out his brand new shoes, he was telling me. But, I was, you know, I was, I was pretty buggered. I was just hanging on. Anyway, that was good. That was nice of him to do that, man. I, I didn't tell him about the podcast, but uh, if I see him again, I will. Because I was, I was pretty knackered. Yeah, couldn't talk. Yeah, and he could see where you guys were. Um, but shout out to him, man, if he, if he does get to listen to this. Yeah, cool. Oh, good week, mate. Yeah, that was You're, that week um, done. I reckon another couple of weeks and you should have another crack at sub 20. Get another good gosh, it was far away. But anyway, old thing was calling me a, a puss. Um, old Glen, is it Glen? Glen, yeah. I said, look, mate, I'm at the park run because of you. He's going, <laughs> don't be a puss. Come come tomorrow. I said, well, what he's running? He goes, oh, probably 24k. The 24k. Anyway, we got 23 out of it. Anyway, mate. Yeah, it makes all the difference in long runs. I'm telling you. What I'm noticing with the programs that Paul and Andy do is sort of not too much volume, but it's all in that one run. Just get that strength from that one big long run on the, on a Sunday. And is that what that guy's doing? Uh, what's his name? Is it yeah, Kim? He's been dedicating to those. Yeah, all of those runs. And what, is he doing his fast sessions? Is he in a club? Yeah, he, he does the Striders morning um, sessions. 
What about you, Fraze? What have you been up to? Um, oh, nothing major, but I had a, a few runs like this week. Um, I ran with the ran with the kids a couple of times. Um, but Tuesday, then because on the Wednesday they had their school cross country. Yeah, cool. Um, so Samuel had his first, and he finished third, and then Lucas ran like. At twelve twenty, and he finished second. Um, Shit, well done. Yeah, so that um, they both got Samuel had to do three laps, and it's quite a good. At their school there, around the oval, there's a good few little hills and stuff like in it. Yeah. But it was a good little cross country course. Um, I was there like when he was going up the hill, going, "Go on, push it up the hill." And then when when he got to the top of the hill, I said, "Right now, push it again." <laughs> that's what that's what Derek used to teach us when we used to train for cross country is like you know run up the hill but when you get to the top of the hill push hard for 20 seconds yeah because that's where most people sort of like slow down because they're knackered and they get to the top of the hill and stuff but you know he, he did well he both like they both had a sprint finish Lucas was third and then he had a sprint finish and he uh, caught the guy that was second and he just pipped him at the line literally by you know a shirt thickness and you just like got awesome um so now samuel's been selected well hopefully he's in the run at the moment for the districts for the school represent the school so i think they start a um school running program like next next year i think it is so cool really quite good so then we answered so that and then um yeah, we'd, I did a couple of runs and then Fridays went to have football, but that got called off because of the rain. Um, and then Saturday, I did a run on a treadmill, then went for a bike ride with the boys. I was like contemplating like to do little athletics again for them this year, but I don't know. Well, they seem to do way too many field events and stuff. And it's just like, so you go there, they could have like a high jump that takes ages. And then a long jump, a shot put, and then they'll do a 200 meters at the end, and then that's it. But then it don't finish till like eight o'clock. Yeah. And by then, it's just like, fuck, it's just rain. It's just day. like, it starts at like five o'clock and goes like that long. Right. You're like building that foundation for them, though. Hey. Yeah, they're trying. I think what they do is they try to give them a, you know, let them try everything type thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I've, I've, Wondered if they should sort of do a, you know, like um, they do in the cross country, like a schedule A, schedule B type thing. And then you can, whatever one week it is, you can pick which one, you know, yeah. so it might have three running events for schedule A and one field event or, you know, schedule B would be more field events and then a running event or something like that. Yeah. But you just don't know. Every time you turn up on the Friday, it's just like, you know, you don't know what they're doing. And then it's like, oh, they're doing a long jump, discus, shot put, and then a run. You know, it might be one run or something. Or then another week, it might be two runs. But one of those might be just a hurdles thing. And it's just like, yeah. That's yeah, right. just when the we, running will probably be good or something. like. When we first moved here from England, I think I would have been 10 years old, 11 years old, and we were going to do little athletics. and. I went down there to sign up and they said, oh, um, I said, I only run eight and 1500 meters. And they said, oh no, well you do everything here, javelin, high jump and all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we just went back to, Turn back to the car yeah. and left. Yeah, and then stuff, we just signed yeah. up to um, QA and that was just athletics, you know, running. Now, I wonder if, um, is there another thing that I could sign them up for where it's just running? Yeah, just QA. Right. Queensland Athletics, yeah, oh, they yeah. do everything there. Yeah, they do cross country and track and field and all that. Is that what the one at St. Lucia? Um, the university, no, well, I think they do do some there, but it's mostly at QSAC, you know, the um, the oh, QE2. Yeah. Oh, is it what is that on the Saturday mornings? That thing we used to do or not? Uh, I think it's more afternoon, actually. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, I remember it always being hot. And, and I mean, the ones I've raced recently have been in the afternoon. Mm. It's like the, um, the cross country season is good, the winter, because you've got that 
across countries that we do and that. Yeah. Haven't yeah. You? And it's good then because there's all like the kids can do a 2K and a, or a 3K and all that sort of stuff. So that's yeah. really good. The Queensland running one. Yeah. 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 Great. Because there's no pressure. It's not no, so yeah, serious it's or fun. anything. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to find something for them. I just run with them myself, get them a few runs in. And then, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard with kids, though, because you don't want to pressure them into anything. You just sort of want to let them. Mm. Do their own thing, but yeah, you've got to kind of give them some direction as well. Yeah, they they, they love the running, like keeps them fit, and it keeps them fit for their soccer and that anyway. Yeah, it's just natural, eh? Yeah, yeah, and everyone likes the one too, really fun, though. Yeah, deep down. Well, Saturday, they had Samuel had his game last game against the University of Queensland on Saturday, they hadn't lost all season. They only had one draw and had won all the rest of their games. Mm. And they played the UQ and they lost 2-1. Oh, it's right. <laughs> It was like, yeah, it was a great game. All right. They were really good. It was really good. But yeah, right. it's the only game they've lost. I whizzed through my week because this is my first like week of actual like proper training for... Uh, what are you training for? Yeah. The uh, 5K road race at the Pan Pacific Games. That's my like goal event. Which when is that? Tenth uh, of November, I think. Hmm. And um, yeah, so is that the first... masters? Is that the masters thing then? Is it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's on a Thursday, and then I do the trail race on the Saturday, which is uh, yeah, tenth, and then the thirteenth is 12th. the trail race. Twelfth on the Saturday. Yes. Yeah, the 13th we got... Oh, Daniel O'Hara. No, sorry, 12th is the... Saturday. Uh, 13th is a Saturday. Yeah. No, yeah. 13th is a Sunday. Is it? Because we're doing the Mount Glorious Trail Race. And Daniel O'Hara has entered his first trail race. Woo, good on you, Daniel. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. 10th is a Thursday. Mm. And then Saturday is the 12th. Yeah, so that's I'm doing Thursday and Saturday. Thursday's the yeah, road but race. Wooly, when you talked about your back, you said you're ninety percent now, okay? Yeah. So when when you were lying down on that, how bad was the pain then? I was good laying down, but it was yeah. just like getting from sitting down to standing up and stuff like what's that. What's that? How bad's the pain? That's way better. No, way but better. how bad was it when you're in bed when you're then bad or bad bad? Oh, well, bad, you, yeah. So you're 90% now. How bad would you say back then? Well, it was like standing in one position for too long, it would just start to ache and burn. Like it was just really... So you're probably about 10, but you're about your limit there. Yeah. From a 1 to 10, 10 being the worst and 1 being not so bad, I would put it at like when it was at its worst, probably like a 7. That's pretty high then. Yeah. Like, couldn't have got much worse. Or it could have got worse, but it wasn't... Yeah, it didn't get much worse than that. But now, now I would say it's at, like, maybe a two. So, like, yeah, hardly... you ran well yesterday, any. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And it's good when I'm running. It's just strange things that, like, um, trigger it. But I, so I'll do... I'll go through the first week of this, um, this training program that I'm getting stuck into. Um, yeah, so Monday I went to uh, the gym... Just took it really easy. Just uh, I used um, all the machines, didn't do any like free weight stuff. And then um, Tuesday was just an easy, I think 50 minutes I did. And then Wednesday was the first session. So this was, um, I did this over my lostit.com loop. And um, I did like 10 minutes of a warm up, um, 10 minutes of like drills and strides. And then into five by one K with a two minute jog recovery in between and uh, average, it says on the plan here, 340 to 350 pace. And I think I was bang in the middle of that 345s, 340, possibly more quicker. I'm not sure. Cause it was pretty hard to work out the exact splits because of the rest break and that. And then Thursday was another gym session and I did the same thing again. I got in the gym, did a load of core and just used the machines, took it easy, did upper, upper body stuff. 
uh, Friday did easy um, 20 minute run with, with uh, eight strides at the end. And then Saturday was park run at North Lakes set on the plan, a park run effort without looking at your watch, which is exactly what I did. And I run, I think 1810 at North Lakes. So not the greatest, but not the worst, but I didn't feel, I did, didn't really feel too good, but as good as I guess you could expect to feel after having two weeks off and all the rest of it. And then, um, Oh, I should give a shout out. My dad is just got back in Australia and he run 2004, which yeah, is a PB. That's awesome. Nearly 68. So bloody um, 68. Grud, he's 67, but nearly 68. But bloody good but, running. Um, to go back to that, do the, the, the uh, listeners know what plan you're, you're, you're doing now? Or? Yeah, so I'm doing a, a shout out um, to that. Yeah, Andy Day. From the Runco, Paul Gourlay's partner is doing the doing this training for me. Um, uh, Paul's in Scotland right now. If you're listening, Paul, shout out. And Paul how and would Alice the are uh, listeners um, doing? How would they get uh, onto that if they wanted a program? Yeah, so you just go to you could look them up on Instagram or Facebook yeah. under Runco, uh, or you just Google Runco. It, it'll yeah. come up runco.com i think it is um yeah you'll get into you'll get in touch with andy paul or i think uh, even chris woolahan now is one of the coaches yeah um, yeah and then you just you know tell them what you what event you want to do what sort of um time you want to run and like literally each week you get sent a plan with um you know uh, all the sort of advice on how to approach each day and each session and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, you can contact them anytime during the week for a chat, anything you're not sure of and that um, I'm, I try not to harass them too much, but um, yeah, it's really, really good. I highly, and then, re- um, highly recommend it. You recommend them, but then also we, we, we train with uh, the South Point Striders, don't we, Willie and, and Fraser's there. Um and I'll just do a shout out because, you know, even when we talked to the cousin, I mean, the nephew and how, you know, how he had to go back and what, but, you know, they care about um, the coaches there do care about, you know, he, um, Pete didn't even know uh, Christian, you know, but he was going back to see if he's all right. You know, like, yeah. you know the club like that cared. So I'll give a shout out to South Point Strides and that's who we uh, train with. Oh, for and, sure. Like if you're, yeah. if you're like doing your local park run or whatever, and you're trying to improve, if you were to sign up to a local running club, like mm. ours, for example, where they, you get two training sessions a week, everyone tends to run together. Like on that, they like, we usually meet up on a Sunday and do a group long run and um, you'll just improve. You could improve by just doing those two sessions and, and a long run. I suppose yeah. the difference really is that South Pine Striders is like a running club and Runco is like coaching. Yeah. 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 It's like individualized uh, training. Little, yeah. 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 So that's, yeah. A, that's a different show. Hey, um, have we mentioned. Um, oh, but hang on. So, yeah, and then Sunday, yeah. like me, Brad, Kim, Glenn, Peter Lewis, uh, Daniel Holtaway, we run 24K along Sandgate. Um, Brad, you missed you missed a little bit of the. Oh, I did oh that's right. You, you got a drink when we ran on the jetty, so you were just a little bit shorter. But yeah, yeah. we did that on um, Sunday. I think we averaged five minute Ks on the button, and um, yeah, no, it's good. Felt felt good. That's the first long run I've done since like the Gold Coast training, Gold Coast Marathon training, and it felt good to get up early and get another. Um, another long run done again, like felt, felt like what I should be doing, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I know that you guys could have been, you could have gone really, you would have been, you guys could have been running 440s easy. Oh, but there's no, yeah, no need. I think that five minute case is too quick, to be honest. Well, you guys didn't even know you're talking and I was looking at my watch, it was 455, 450s at times. Yeah. What was, that, yeah. What was, your, what was your heart rate average for that run? Um, I'm not sure, but like, man, I'd actually be happier to slow it down a bit because it just, the start, the first K always feels really, um, 
<laughs> really hard. Well, Pete is just um, a machine, mate. He just... 146 Kim... BPM, yeah. I was average. One four. Kim was telling... Uh, Kim had to say at one stage when he was with me, um, come on, guys, we'll sort of pull it back with it. It was four... It was 453 about the... Uh, yeah. It was about the 12K mark. I think we ran a couple of 445s or something as well. It's... Yeah, I mean, easy runs is meant to be an easy run, isn't it? As long as you can talk. Yeah. yeah I tried to say that to Willie, but he wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> having a bar, but, man, on the last three cars, I said to Willie, mate, look, I'm, I'm supposed to be able to talk. I'm absolutely buggered <laughs> here. And he said, no, no, it's good. it'll be good for you. Yeah, no, it'll be good for you, Willie, but I'm, blo- I'm bloody suffering, mate. Yeah, I know. I just didn't want you to drop off and being like completely on your own for that last like couple of Ks in the wind and that. Yeah, man. I was had it, to be honest. But yeah, so we finished that, got home, and I like my, my alarm went off at 4 a.m. to just to get up and have a coffee and go to the loo and all that. And then um Sunday afternoon I'd been invited um by my mate um Nick Galia to the Ferry Corston gig in, in Brisbane. And then we had like a, you know, full backstage VIP passes and that. So I had to go. I was definitely keen to go to that. And um, that was awesome. So shout out to um, Dan Burke and Wayne and the guys at new breed events for um, putting us on the door. That was epic. It was good to go backstage and just kind of talk to all the industry people, see heaps of people I haven't seen for years and, and to watch uh, Ferry Corston from you know behind the decks, it was. Um, Is he English? Very really cool. No, I think he's from. Might be from the Netherlands. He was big, like even. How we're talking twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah. He late late nineties made it all the big yeah. anthems like out of the blue. Was that um, was Curtis there? No, no, he didn't go. But he was probably one of the only ones who like should have been there that didn't go. But um. Yeah, he's uh, Richard is warming up. I'm going to like I haven't been out nightclubbing for oh for years. Like honestly, for like probably six seven years. And I went to that very course one, and then I'm also going to see Sasha at. Um, oh, that'd be epic. Yeah, and Richard's actually warming up, doing the warm up slot for that. Where's that? Where's that? Um, it's the. I think it's called the Elephant and Wheelbarrow or something like that. It's like a, in a town. yeah, in the valley. It's a live valley. Venue. Elephant Wheelbarrow. It's a pub, isn't it? Yeah, I might have that wrong. I think it. It's like a live music venue, apparently in the in the valley. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm that? man. I really He's keeping it the... secret, nice. So he doesn't yeah. get how much your tickets for trouble. That? Um, I think they were fifty dollars. We go to the Elephant and Wheelbarrow and. Everything. Find out is a gay bar or something. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> you go, you bastard, Steve. <laughs> oh, actually, one of the guys that um, I've known him, I've known him for years. He's really, really good DJ, local DJ. He actually used to do the um, used to do the traffic report on Triple M. Brad, do you, you've always listened to Triple M, eh? I listen to them all, man. Do you remember? Them. Do you remember Super Mal? Used oh. to do the used to do the traffic of a morning I from remember, the helicopter. I, I, I remember that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he uh, he's a DJ, nightclub DJ as well, and he he played at the he opened the room for the Ferry Corson one. But he's been DJing for years, and he's still like really well known to this day. But I couldn't tell you the story, but he was telling us a story out the back about going to um the Wickham one morning straight after work. <laughs> leaving the uh the the triple m studios and just going straight to like a um some full carnival thing they had at the uh the wickham where they had all you know bowls of fruit on their hair on their head and stuff <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny the village people we've been to the beat before like, for some good djing though um, yeah yeah they go they know how to party eh but yeah so that was cool and um yeah, today I've just got I've just got to go to the gym. I had a few drinks, but nothing um, nothing crazy. Had a good time, and uh, yeah, looking forward to Sasha. Definitely going to put the uh, pressure on Richard to get me a meet and greet with Sasha. Oh yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty um, pretty amazing. One of your like tra- to just to even meet one of your childhood heroes. Yeah, that would be. But does does um. Runco, then do they give you your schedule for what to do at the gym? Nah, it just sort of says like um, legs and upper body. Like, so one day's legs and one day's upper body. 
I mean, I'm doesn't sure tell you, you don't tell you what one, what exercises to do. No sets and reps. No, and... it just uh, in the. Oh, uh, I go too hard though, would you? Because like I, my legs are suffering from the weights I did Friday. I wouldn't want to do that every week. Nah, and I'm since just because my back's been bad, I'm not. I'm just being very, very careful. Like I've been anything legs I've done on the machines, I've set the like the you know the little guide thing where you can sort of control the depth Top. of each yeah. thing. Right. I've just set it so I'm not I'm not going too deep on. So you're not bending your back. Nah, yeah, yeah just yeah. playing it around. I'm just keeping it basically with no weight on it. You know, so I'm just sort of going through the motions, but not actually lifting i am um, i follow this guy and i've got his app which i do my weight training with mike thurston and he um he did a, a leg session with dorian yates remember dorian yes mr olympia he's an english english like ex bodybuilder well he's still obviously still but he did a leg session with um with him and it, it was just like um like you do like a, just a warm up set, and then he just does a rep, like does a set to failure. But because he's there helping him, like so that's all he does then, just that one set yeah. to failure. So it could be between twelve or twenty reps. But as long as he's going to failure, then he was saying, then there's no point then. Yeah, that's doing it. another Done. set because yeah. you've you've exerted that muscle to its maximum, and it, it he could tell whether he'd you know, gone to his maximum or not. Because he, he goes, if he doesn't, then you're going to have to do another set. Anyway, I've got a really good one. What I like to do with, like when you go to failure is like, say you got a weight, I say 60 kilos and you go to failure, then you drop it to 40 kilos, smack out a few more reps till you can't go anymore. Then drop it mm. like to 20 kilos, do a few more. And then like till just, you've got like the bar or something. And that really fatigues, um, I find that works quite well, especially super super set. Well, no, it's not super yeah, it's set. Just, it's, it's just a uh, drop drop set. It's called. Oh, yeah, drop set. Drop set to yeah. exertion. Yeah, it's it's good because you're still a little bit left in the muscle, but maybe not at that heavier weight. So you just drop the weight a bit, um, and that I find that works good to really get a good pump. But, yeah, uh, we used I to think... do that with tie boxing, just like chin chin ups to fail. Yeah, and you I can think get to, to to do it to fail, you need a. Uh, like a gym partner to mm. help you, you know, assist with uh, the last few reps and stuff and all like that. Well, you wouldn't like that, Brad. I'd be going, come on, Brad, one more rep. You'd be going, I'm not doing anymore. Because <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> I'll tell you what I've done a couple of times this week is that Wim Hof uh, breathing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I heard about that. But they do that when he does that 11 minute one, like assisted online with the YouTube. Um, I find though that he says breathe out and then hold for a minute. And I'm like, I actually breathed in and then could hold for a minute. And I did the breathe in and hold for a minute and a half. But if I'd breathe, if I, when I did it breathing out and tried to hold for a minute and a half, I couldn't do it. But if I breathed in, I could hold it for a minute and a half. I don't know if you're meant to like do a full exertion out and then try and hold it. But that seems to be what he's asking you to do, but I just couldn't do it. Man, I've done one of the advanced ones where you're like literally going <laughs> yeah, at the end of it. Cause it's sort of like builds up to a tempo and hyper hyper ventilate to fill. Yeah. By the time you finish it, you're like buzzing. Like it's yeah. a real nice feeling. Have we mentioned the uh, death of the queen? No, no. Just being three of us are English. And so we just like to pay our respects to uh, Queen Elizabeth II, who unfortunately passed away. And um, I watched the proclamation Saturday night of the King. King Charles III, our new king. So, um, as they say, yeah. the queen is dead. Long live the king! So See the um, they've they sung the new national anthem. Yeah, first time in yeah. seventy years. Yeah, God because says. seventy years ago was when the king died, when oh. the queen become. You guys are all born in England, eh? Yeah. yeah. My dad was born there, but I wasn't. Hey, you know, sorry, um, you know. Paul Gourlay and Alice are in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. they did that. Yeah, um, well, they Alice had put up a story on our Instagram. If you um, if you follow follow Alice Taylor, you'll see it. They were driving down the motorway, just mm. getting to where they were staying, and there's like literally thousands of people. Yeah, because on they the, did on the, the sides of the road because they left Balmoral to go with their coffin, and it took yeah. a six, it was a six-hour drive to where. 
they went to. Edinburgh. It was all just like Edinburgh. back streets of all around, like, you know, in Scotland and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, people like just line the streets, like, you know, to pay their respects and stuff. Like yeah, that. they went, it uses a three hour drive, but they, um, they did it slow. So six hour drive. And then the, um, I think Princess Anne is with her late mother. Mm. And then they're going to fly from the RAF base to um, just out, an RAF base just outside of London. And then um, wherever they then go with, um, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, "Why are they like lining the streets in Scotland?" Like, cause I thought she was at the um, Buckingham Palace. She was in Balmoral. Oh. Yeah, she. I only just figured that out. And the new prime minister was flown up there, um, uh, on the Tuesday, and she was only sworn in last Tuesday. And then, unfortunately, the um, Queen died on the Thursday. Yeah, the Qu- and the Queen was there for the when she was sworn in. Hey, the Queen yeah, was actually she, there. She the Queen actually her, no, swear yeah. her in. Yeah. Yeah. So um something must have happened though. I guess we'll find out eventually. But yeah, maybe it was just a bit too much for her. And they, but they knew she was dying, so everyone rushed there. I don't think Harry made it. Um uh, but when are they gonna bury her? Uh oh, we got Monday. next um next got Monday. public holiday next Thursday. No, the yeah, yeah, funeral's Thursday. on the th- Monday, but yeah. then we get a public Monday. holiday on the Thursday. Because they, they cancelled all sport as a um, yeah, even the, uh, but, the but they Premier did the League Great League North League. they did the Great North run. Yeah, I don't think you could really not let the Great North run go ahead because like, so, yeah, it wouldn't be ever to be able to um, you know redo the Great North run all the road closures and and all that sort of stuff. But they cancelled yeah all the Premier Leagues. But I was sort of thinking. So the thing Peter Crouch, ex-England player, said, he goes, out of respect, it would have been better for the world to have seen, like the English Premier League going ahead, to have like a minute silence, to sing the national anthem, you know, have respect in that way, mm. um, and then to play the game of like football. I actually agree with that. And send it off, rather than just cancel all sport. Like, because you're not going to then... No one's going to be able to show their respect, you know, because it's, you know, gone, mm. you know. So they should have maybe carried on and then let the respects by doing all that stuff like during the game. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll quickly go through the results of the Great North Run because it was um, it's the first time that we've seen Bikili run for a while. Um, I was talking to my dad today about it. He was saying that he looked a bit heavy. Like he looked a bit like he'd put on a little bit of weight. I mean, for a runner, obviously, probably maybe you know. Probably weighs fifty four kilos now. Five hundred <laughs> grams extra makes a huge difference. But yeah, it was won by Jacob Kip Lemo in fifty nine thirty three, which is you know that's bloody quick. Um, uh, Salomon Barrega was second, and um, Bikili was third in sixty one oh one. Australian Brett Robinson was fifth. I think in 60, about 62 minutes. So he's not far off. Um, he's looking fit for London. Interesting to see what he runs for the London Marathon. I reckon he's chasing that Australian record, 208 something, I think it is. But yeah, oh. the women's women's was won by um, Helen O'Beary, 67.05. Second place was Perez Jepchurchi pronounce that wrong 6707 so just behind her and then almaz ayana in 6710 so they were all pretty close super no i haven't haven't watched it coming down the like the 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 front the seafront that they do at the end there they're all like you know within could see each other clearly yeah Yeah. awesome oh looking forward to watching it i was at um i was at that gig when it was on how about we um, give a shout out to Avi? Uh, yeah, I've just read my mind. I was just took a screenshot of that. Did you, yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Ten k in thirty five forty one to win the um, Rotary Fun Run yeah. at the weekend. So yeah. I mentioned his name on the uh, Facebook. Um, I didn't mean to cut into that lady or Karen or. But she anyway, she didn't know who he was. So yeah, but I just mentioned it anyway out of the goodness yeah. of my heart you know <laughs> yeah. but um good on him anyway he's just getting faster but yeah um i put his name out there because uh she said that um she didn't know who he was so of course i know who he is you know 
yeah, animal. Arvey's just like improving every time he runs. Yeah, he is, mate. He's up there. You need, and like Chris said, you know, he does stick. He is still young, but he does stick to the training that Chris gives him. So dedication, mate. You know, good on him. Oh, there you go. There's a bit of a plug for um, uh, like Chris Woolahan is Arvey's coach, and Chris yeah. is now a run co coach. So if you're impressed by Arvey's performances and you want to do something similar, hit Chris up. Get your he'll get you running. Maybe not as quick as Arvey, but <laughs> quicker than yeah. what you're running. He's a great guy, but he he wouldn't muck around. Chris is um, he he's a great runner himself. So yeah, yeah. He, he'll put them in the right direction, eh, man. What about um, Campbell, who um, run with Sparling? Steve Sparling's obviously not here. He's working. But he paced um, Campbell to a marathon PB yesterday at the River Run 100. I'm not sure on his exact time, but it was like a – was it an eight-minute PB? Was that allowed to pace it then? Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) Steve didn't have a number on in the photos I've seen. Might have just been running alongside him. Yeah, he didn't. I saw that. Yeah, but he ran a he ran a PB for the marathon, which is bloody good considering he'd only just done the Gold Coast and it was hotter, wasn't it? Yesterday it was pretty yeah, warm. Yeah, be hotter now. It's hotter in the mornings. It was seventeen degrees when I got up at uh, four thirty. Yeah, not not warmer. ideal. Not ideal doing like long distance events in um not heat. Now. Well, it was seven before. Now it's uh, it was seventeen, so that's ten. Because I remember it was saying seven on my uh, on my car. And now today, I seen it was seventeen this morning. That's come up. What's that? That's ten in a matter of two yeah. weeks. You notice when you get to Parkrun, you get there in the morning and you go, "Oh, it's still really cool." And then just as it sort of hits seven o'clock to when they're about to start, you can feel the heat coming. Eh? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a, that was on a Saturday down here. That was um. And I had that black T-shirt. I should have worn my uh, South Point Striders. I was the only one without it as well. I'll so. see the picture. Oh, mate. Striders shirt. I knew a black T-shirt, wasn't it? Black T-shirt and the sun was coming up. Oh, so, mate, I'm in trouble here, man. Man, I'm, I'm probably... Have you had a haircut, Brad? <laughs> yeah. I'm just you and eh? I, I was like couldn't saying, do it, Brad, mate. grow yeah. your hair long. It's not like a... It's not like an afro, like, you know, like... The afro afro but it, it does get out there a bit man there's a bit of crap going on there and i thought mate this i just can't do it man it's just getting mate, talking of talking of haircuts i paid a record for me 43 dollars in the week for a haircut oh my that Lord. is like the most i've ever paid for a haircut i was like 43 until, bucks. I still couldn't believe it mate i reckon i've saved thousands over the years yeah. <laughs> 43 yeah. bucks a pop how often do you get a haircut Oh, I won't be paying 43 bucks every time, but it was good haircut, though, mate. I'm doing the math. Jack from Tommy Guns at uh, North Lakes, he did a good job. It was, it, uh, you, you know, the difference between like a, if you got the $15 haircut, people, and the $43, it was a good haircut. Yeah. So you, would you go every fortnight or once a month? No, I'll go every four every weeks, night. usually for every Maybe haircut. five weeks, maybe. Fucking nearly 500 bucks a year. Shit, that's bloody. Well, yeah, we that's thousands. A month. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I could, but it was getting, you know, like the mother in law, when we were talking about the nephew Christian before, well, she said to a winner that, um, you know, Brad's looking like he's 50 years old. So, comments like that, I don't, I don't want to be looking like I'm 50, you know, at 42 yet. Yeah, no. Nah, She's a bit just, harsh, though. It's got, you should have just slicked it back. It's like, yeah, but then I have to use the gel. Huh? Yeah, brill cream, mate. You'd be right. Yeah. Well, Vaseline. <laughs> so, so sorry. Back on the running front, your race yeah, this, is, this weekend, mate. Not, not a hairdressing podcast. <laughs> Yours is on <laughs> Sunday, is it? Sunday, mate. Yeah, I think they've changed the kickoff from six to six thirty. So um, that's all right. Each half hour and a bit. I, might, um, I don't know if anyone else is coming down there. I but, might come down and do my long run around that. I might run a bit of that with you if they're not yeah, too mate. strict on, um, on you know, having people jogging along without a number. Well, it's in a it's in a public area, so fucking, I, I can't oh, God, see. Yeah. So it's ninety minutes or two ninety minutes to two hours, so I could run a couple of hours with you. Yeah. Well, if you want to jump in with me, then. mate. If you want to jump in the car with me, let me know. 
Yeah, I will. Um, otherwise, um, I'm going to jump on the highway and go down. So I might even be able to swing past you down the road, just come out onto the main road. I'll jump down and just go straight down the highway. Yeah, cool. Let me know. Wicked. Anyone yeah. else got anything they want to talk about? We covered everything. Quite, yeah, no, but that, that hairdressing thing come up, mate, because Willie it, it asked me, please don't cut your hair. We'll just grow it and then put it into a... <laughs> Why didn't you want him to I cut said, his hair? I just wanted him to grow like, um, you know, like them like older guys that have got real long, sort of like wavy hair. And, and a, put it in a ponytail. <laughs> like, like... um, Yeah, man bun. Oh, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Um, oh, I've, I've lost... I can't... Oh. Yeah, I can't think of his name, but yeah, like well, it um, just won't sit think. right though because it goes it goes all over the show. It's like a bird's nest. It just won't yeah. get in your way when you're running, mate. Yeah, it just won't sit right, Willie. Won't look like a like I've been attacked by somebody or something's going on. Yeah. Anyone been attacked yet by yeah, any yeah. Uh, magpies out running? Oh no! I'll tell you, I saw one today. I was out running, but it was a juvenile. He was sat up on the uh, on the like tele on the cables, and he was looking at me. And then he started like, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna have a go." But yeah, didn't see. Um, I see Ryan Crawford was out running whether today or yesterday on the trails, and they come across a big brown snake. That yeah. thing was big and thick. Yeah, I've seen that on like, his Instagram, eh? Yeah. So the cameraman Ryan Crawford had been uh, out on the trails. There looked uh, obviously Sunshine Coasty sort of. So all the non-Australian listeners, this time of year's. Um, Magpie season. Yeah. And you get get swooped by magpies and attacked by magpies if you run near their nest. And like I've been got a few times over the years. Had my ear had my ear bitten, nips. They don't leave you alone either, do they? They'll literally stalk you for a K. Actually, uh, Matilda was going into the city um on a electric scooter, but it was a Apparently a school kid in front of him on his bike getting whacked and he thought, oh, I'm up next. But I bought her this uh, helmet, which has got leopard print on it, like a leopard skin print. And it obviously looked like eyes. So um, it might have yeah. that might have scared him off. He, she didn't get whacked. What so. was that, Steve, when you were younger over over here? Um, you used to like deliver papers and stuff or something. And then you got like majorly attacked by all these magpies and stuff. And then your mum... Didn't your mum come and pick you up? And yeah, you were like cowering, oh, mate, it was cowering when, under a tree. It was when like, we first come <laughs> here. Like we first moved to Australia, we knew nothing about like birds attacking you or anything. And I was coming, I was walking home from school, and this bird just started like fully attacking me. Like you know, it was like making it. It scratched me. It's bloody. It had, it was nipping my ears. It scratched the side of my face. And I couldn't, I just couldn't get home. Like every time I moved, it swooped me. And I was like, oh, it probably took me like half an hour to get 200 meters. And every time I moved, it attacked me. And um, I think mum was worried, like, because I hadn't got home from school on time. And one of the neighbors said, oh, um, is that your boy in the, that's because you could see the street behind our house. And they said, is that your boy there? And I was like, (laughs) just hiding under like a, like sitting right near a fence, just like sort of with my school bag, like holding it up above my head. And yeah, then um, mum shot, come around and got me in the car. And then we, we, we went we, and- um, um, Crying? No, I was just like, I was getting angry. Like I was trying to like throw things at it. And I remember like when I first came over here, I was living with your sister, Steve and Justin, when they lived at- um, Bald Hills. Bald Hills. And me and Justin gone bought some new mountain bikes, and uh, and round the back there at Bald Hills where they lived, there was that sort of a park right down the bottom near the water and stuff. And we were riding down there. He was Justin was in front, so I was riding, and all of a sudden, I was like a massive like bang in the back of my head. And I was like, what the fuck? Like that, I thought <laughs> someone had thrown in like a massive rock or something, hit me on the back of the head, and I was like. What the, and then I just saw this big shadow of a bird like like on the road. And I was like, looked up and I just see this fucking magpie just kept swooping me and swooping me. And apparently, like your mum and your sister were in the car, they were like <laughs> cracking up because there was me being attacked by this magpie. And I was just like, 
pedaling so fast. I couldn't pedal any faster. <laughs> My little legs were like, I'm like trying to get away. And I looked in front, Justin was turning around, laughing his head off and that as well. It was just like, I always remember that. Yeah, you're not ever not used to it. It's scary, eh? Like, oh yeah, it's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, we did oh. speak about it last week a little bit. Yeah. We were yeah. telling everyone about it, but like we we went to a cross country once at March and Park, and there was a butcher bird that was attacking people, and like we actually sat on the fence and just it was like entertainment every time I'll someone be... run past and the plovers. Like, the plovers do it as well. They swoop. Yeah, we have plovers down at our football by, club and they, they yeah. like. I've been swooped by miners, like minor birds, yeah. and even welcome swallows. I got too close to a nest once. I got, they had a right go at me. And I, even though it's a little bird, it's still like shit. Yeah. It's Catches you off guard. Yeah. Yeah. They get a bit aggressive. But the plovers, we had them nesting out the front a few years and they get, they're all right if it's a horse goes by, but. If it's a human, it's like whack. Anyway, I've got to get right. to the gym. All right. All good. All right. cool. See you right, everyone. Enjoy next your week. Have a good week. Watch out for those magpies. Yeah. Stay safe. Right. See you guys, lads. See you guys.
my, 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 my. 